Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Welcome to episode 58. Today we're going to be talking about failure to thrive. I remember years ago when I was um, in my undergrad and I was studying, I was I majored in psychology and human development. Those were two bachelor's degrees that I got. And I remember studying about kids and having and the issues of failure to thrive. So that these are children that they end up having health issues, they don't grow as much, they, um, it's kind of like their growth is stunted. Um, and it's because there's different reasons why, but it could be from lack of food, lack of love, lack of, a, you know, there's abuse, neglect, all kinds of things happening when there's this failure to thrive in children. Well, the other day I was on a walk and it occurred to me that there's times I see um, in a lot of my clients and I used to see in myself when our bodies go into a failure to thrive state, meaning that um, whether it's our ability to produce estrogen, our ability to balance out the cortisol levels, all of those, that ability to thrive and really keep our body balanced becomes an issue and there's failure at this simply from from some some reason. And so as I was on this walk, I had like this epiphany. And what I came up with was in children with failure to thrive, they usually end up having behavior problems. There could be weight problems, both um, excess weight or underweight. One, one of those is normally an issue. There's sometimes developmental delays. You also, um, just you can see different neurological disorders and things like that at different points and depending um, on the issues a lot of times what the issue is it comes from not getting enough nutrients not getting enough calories and extreme cases from neglect and abuse and i was thinking about this in the situations that i see with my clients and that i um, you know i used to have to deal with was um this was actually literally happening inside of me and that's why my body was having so many health issues and when I go through this I want you to just kind of see what sits with you so if the neglect and abuse is some of the stuff that causes failure to thrive in children is that hypothetically or not hypothetically causing the failure to thrive in yourself so if you are having major hormonal imbalances and you know who you are you're probably um, you know listening to this for help and for that reason so really see if this is what's happening inside of you I want you to pay attention to first let's see we're gonna deal with some of the stuff to do with neglect so a child that deals with um, failure should thrive deals with a form of neglect someone's neglected them not giving the nutrients, the love, the attention that they need, and so their body's gone into a shutdown mode. So think about this for yourself. How are you neglecting yourself on a a really serious level? Like, what are you doing that is totally neglecting yourself? So um, are you taking medication when you know deep down the medication's not the help, is not the thing that you need to be doing? Um, Are you staying up? way too late when you know you shouldn't be are you sleeping in way too late when you know you shouldn't be um do you follow people on social media that you know you shouldn't be following that you 
they make you, you know, cause you a lot of problems when you see their post. Um, are you on social media way too much? Is that an issue with you? Do you compare yourself to others? You know, those kinds of things is you, you know, you shouldn't be doing them, but you're doing them. So you're neglecting what your body and your mind, your spirit, your soul, all of that stuff is asking you to do. It's like, you've just neglected it. You don't listen. You've just tuned it out. Um, eating things that you shouldn't be eating. You know it. You go into the kitchen to get something and you know very well that you should not be doing that or not feeding yourself enough when you should be eating. Saying yes when you should actually say no or saying no to things that you know you should be saying yes to. Maybe it's exercise, friends, those kinds of things, whatever it is. Are you saying yes when you shouldn't be and no when you should be or vice versa? Do you have those all mixed up? You're doing things out of obligation. Again, we're focusing on how are you neglecting what your body and soul is asking you to do. Um, you know, even following some of the latest trends, different things, um, whether it's food items, different things that just don't feel right, but you're like really stuck to it, your um, gut's telling you no, and you still are following, you know, trying really hard to do something that you know you shouldn't be doing. That's that's what we're talking about, is that neglect. You're not listening to yourself. Um, not cleaning out things that you know should be cleaning out. Not exercising when you know you should be exercising. All of these things that you know your body's asking you for, but you're neglecting them. This is where you want to take a minute and ask yourself, where am I neglecting myself? Where have I shut down, quieted, any of those kinds of things, any parts of me, and I've totally neglected them. Um, sometimes we see it in just our self-care. We've neglected the way that we look. We don't even take care of our hair anymore, our clothing. Like, we just kind of look at we're falling apart. Um, if that's the case, then that's a more obvious thing. But if there's other ways that you are neglecting yourself, you know it. And as soon as you start asking these questions, you're going to uncover a lot of stuff. The other side of this too is there's the neglect and also with children that develop this failure to thrive, there's abuses that come along with that. Um, and abuse is gonna be slightly different than neglect. Um, this is obviously somebody, you know, an outside source doing something to you normally, verbally, physically, sexually, all of those kinds of things. So where do you see yourself abusing yourself? And I think a lot of this for most of you um, as my clients and as um, people listening to this, it's going to be in your that negative self-talk that's a, a form of abuse in your head. Always saying how fat you are, how stupid you are, how dumb you are, how ugly you are, how unworthy you are, how out of control you are, how you can't get things right, how you can't be a good friend, um, all of these negative things that you repeat it yourself over and over and over again. You're a person that can't do that. You'll never finish school. All of those kinds of things. And I've mentioned this before, but if an outside person was saying all of that stuff to you and they were constantly bad badgering you with that all day long, you would consider it abuse, right? You'd say that's verbal abuse or whatever type of abuse that it is. And that's that would obviously be a no-no but when it's inside of our heads 
it's for some reason we think that it's normal it's okay and it's just happening and most of the time we might not even recognize it well the problem with this is is these are your brain can't tell the difference if someone outside of you is saying it or if you're saying it so it just knows that you're being attacked by someone somehow and it's all of this negative talk and if it's happening over and over and over again through the day it is a form of abuse to yourself and when this happens when it feels attacked and the body feels like it's being um, attacked verbally like this then your body goes into that fight or flight um, mode right it, it raises the cortisol levels all of a sudden now every you seem dangerous everything seems dangerous in children that are dealing with failure to thrive like I mentioned, they normally have some sort of weight issue. That's normally a sign. I remember studying that in psychology, like that's one of the ways that you would be able to tell if a child was dealing with failure to thrive. So in this case, if you're an adult dealing with weight issues, and in this situation, you have excess weight, your body, that means that you're a female, their estrogen levels have increased, and it's... Um, you have excess estrogen. That's gonna be a lot of extra weight around the stomach. That's you, your body has gone into the mode of making yourself bigger to stand up to all of these threats and these attacks. It's putting on the extra layer. It's, it's gone into that protective mode. If your estrogen levels decrease and that's your body's default, then you will lose weight. You will become very thin and frail. Um, you'll notice it even in your skin, your eyes get sunken in, you make yourself less um, attackable, basically, you've made yourself a lot smaller, hopefully people don't notice you, um, those are the two different extremes, and you see that with children also, that those are some of the symptoms, but that's exactly what happens in adults, especially those with extreme, or just even some hormonal imbalances, you're going to see that this could be the case. And we also have behavior, behavior problems. That's what they see in children with failure to thrive. In um, adults with too much estrogen, so that's also going to be the women that have extra weight, too much um, estrogen in that stomach area, normally hip area. You'll see a lot of behaviors like yelling, screaming, um, you know, just can't handle it. Trying Basically, these behaviors that are trying to get your attention, trying to seem bigger um, than the, the attacker, which the problem is that the attacker is in your own head, right? We also see things like, you know, compulsory buying, eating a lot of things, um, collecting too much of something, excessive big emotions. Those are all going to be things that are um, making you bigger, that behavior problem with too much estrogen as a result of failure to thrive. If you're on the other end and you have too little estrogen, you'll notice some of those behavior issues that you deal with are you closing off, going inward, hiding, don't, you're not talking, you're keeping your mouth shut, you don't respond when someone's talking to you, you, um, you just become very inward, again, making yourself a noticeable, smaller, kind of the idea of wanting things to just disappear, to go away, the problem to just go away. So 
you can probably see on yourself or you know what what end of the spectrum you're on maybe you're just at the, the beginning of this but i think it's a super important concept because we it's a very serious concept when you see it in children like a, a school teacher a psychologist anyone that saw this in a child it would become a very serious issue and i think that we forget about that stuff as an adult that this is a very serious issue we don't recognize it as big of an issue when the abuser and the person causing the neglect is inside of us it's very hidden and so it's um and i take it as a coach and is working with clients it's my job to stop that behavior be able to stop it in its tracks so one of the i'm going to give you a few steps first obviously you need to recognize it um, that there is an issue that's the first step right before you can get any help with anything and then the second thing i would suggest is just understanding um you know what is your belief system what's causing some of this negative talk this abuse that's going on this neglect like literally what is the belief system is it that you know since a child nobody just ever listened to me and so i don't matter is it things like i just i don't deserve good health my family just doesn't have good health um i'm not as smart as other people so what are those underlying underlining belief systems that you have and where this started when you're doing this it's key that you don't um you don't judge that you stay out of judgment and you just kind of try to understand why where how this all started all this negative talk and um just like if i was doing a review with a child when i was in my psychology classes i'd kind of want to know how how long has this been going on when did this start have you always seen this kind of behavior you know that kind of thing that's kind of where you're going to want to go with that without any judgment you're just taking a little inventory then step three is to decide to intervene every single day so if i know that a child is dealing with this at home then my job as you know a teacher what a psychologist any of those is going to be to you know watch this child every day watch and intervene whenever necessary and advocate for this child advocate advocate for you know be the person that's going to stand up for this person so you're going to have to do that for yourself you're going to just have to decide that you're going to intervene you're going to be done with this type of behavior and you are daily going to be the one that stops it in its tracks is it always going to be easy no but it's that simple you just stop it in its tracks no you can't talk to me like that no we're not going to talk like that anymore that's unacceptable you know those kinds of behaviors but it's deciding first thing in the morning that you're not going to talk like that or that you're going to catch yourself talking like that that's that's one of the first step uh, those steps then step number four would um make be sure that you don't make excuses for the behavior and i've no noticed that when i studied psychology or when i was in an abusive relationship i would excuse the behavior i would give excuses well i did this and i deserved it or you know he was dealing with stuff so he deserved it no excuses so that's another thing that you need to decide is i'm not going to take any excuses there's no no negative talk like that that is acceptable and the sooner that you can catch that in its tracks the more quickly we can change those neurologic those uh, neuron 
neurological pathways, right? That's what's going to take the place, and that's what's um, we have to stop those pathways, those neurological pathways, so that we can adjust. That's what's going to adjust the hormones as soon as the body doesn't feel like it's feeling being attacked anymore. As soon as you can do those two things, the deciding to intervene daily and not excusing yourself, I want you to pay very close attention with your body. I don't want you to get up from, so if I'm deciding first thing in the morning that I'm going to catch this behavior, I wanna stay there sitting with myself long enough to actually feel that kind of like that fire inside of me, like, yeah, I'm gonna catch it. I'm not gonna let her talk to me like that. And you feel a complete energy shift. Then you can get up and go about your day. A lot of times we just say the things, oh, we're gonna catch it, we're gonna catch it. But we don't actually sit there long enough to muster up the energy and the creative process to be able to really actually stop it in its tracks. So that's the key is to, once you've decided that you're going to do this, sit there long enough. I'm going to decide, I'm going to catch it. I'm not going to allow it anymore. Sit there long enough to feel a physical energy shift. I'm going to catch it so I don't make excuses. I'm not going to allow excuses. Sit there long enough to feel a physical energy shift. And then the last step is just watch what happens. Watch physically. Do you physically feel a difference in your chest? Do you physically feel your shoulders drop? Do you physically feel your stomach start to digest your food? Like whatever that looks like, but coming back to the physical body and paying attention to what you physically, physically feel. So step one, recognize it. Step two, understand why and where it comes from. Step three, decide to intervene every single day. Step four, don't make excuses. And step five, watch what happens physically. I hope that this one helps you. Please let me know if it does or if you need help. Um, you can um, message me on Instagram, Facebook, Dana Palmer Coaching. And if you need more depth with this, reach out to me so we can schedule you a consultation. So I can help walk you through some of this process. This is exactly what I do. Um, I help catch those things that you can't see, the things that are throwing the imbalances um, you into an imbalanced state. And um, that's what I, you know, that's what the consultations are for. Let's see if it's something that I could help you with and be able to assist you in that process. I appreciate your reviews and you sharing this podcast. Let me know if there's any topics you would like me to discuss. Otherwise, I will talk to you next week. Have a great week. Bye.